Welcome to the Capgemini North America Corporate Social Responsibility Podcast. My name is Lauren Sana Kimball, and I am the CSR Digital Inclusion Leader for the U.S. and Canada. I look forward to engaging with each of you on diversity and inclusion, environmental sustainability, and digital inclusion challenges and initiatives. Let's lead as architects of positive futures together. Thank you for joining me for another episode of our Capgemini CSR podcast. In honor of Black History Month, today I'm excited to share some of the things Capgemini is doing to support our Black and African American colleagues and give back to the community. First, I sat down with Ernest Illumina, who leads A-Cubed, our Black and African American Employee Resource Group. We talked about how his ERG honored the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. by hosting virtual MLK Day of Service STEM events all across the country. Welcome to the podcast, Ernest. Um, can you go ahead and introduce yourself for our listeners and tell us about your current role at Capgemini? So my name is Ernest Illumina. I'm a senior applications consultant for Capgemini. I'm a part of the SAP FICO space for Capgemini. So I work on a lot of digital transformation projects, bringing these companies' financials up to a new standard. That's great. And on top of that role, I know you're also a leader in one of our employee resource groups. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and your involvement? Yes, of course, Lauren. So I'm part of the AQ, soon to be apt, ERG for Capgemini. Uh, it's a employee resource group whose sole focus is on the African-American and Black community. We work really hard to make sure that we foster different opportunities for us to advance in our careers, um, to even help out with recruiting to make sure that we could have diverse talent. And we've also even created a ILAC board, which is an inclusion leadership advisory council that works directly with the CEOs um, and VPs of the company to make sure that our diversity goals are aligned. That's great. I know you guys have done so much work in the last year and have put on some really awesome webinars and programs for us members, and I've really, really enjoyed them. I know another one of the programs that you guys have done um, or have really supported and led for us is our Martin Luther King Jr. Day of Service. And this year was our second annual MLK Day of Service. And I am happy to report that you know we had over double the participation and double the That's impact great. compared to last year, which was awesome. Can you tell us a little bit more about what the ERG did for MLK Day of Service this year? So our ERG this year was a part of a great event that we put together. We had partnered with Junior Achievement, which is a group that helps um, impact students in diverse and low impoverished areas um, and bring them to different resources that could help them propel themselves in their life and in, in their future careers. So we were able to put together a STEM workshop for them to kind of highlight to them not only the type of different job opportunities that were out there in these different fields, but who we were in Capgemini and how they could be a part of our company to help make those same changes as well. Um, so we had this event where we were able to impact over 250 students um, with this event. What I love about it even more is that this event had grew up in my area. So I was not only able to um, impact students that I know really needed this information, but I was able to help my very own community out in the Houston, Texas area. 
That's so great. I didn't even realize that. That's awesome. And I know we've done a lot with Junior Achievement over the years. They're a really great partner and they do great work in the community all across the U.S. So I know a lot of our colleagues have been able to work with them in their local communities as well. It was a huge success this year, and I'm really proud of all the work that you and the ERG put into it. To wrap us up, I just want to ask, in your opinion, why is it so important for us to honor the legacy of Dr. King and to take a day to give back to the community and celebrate MLK Day of Service? That's a great question, Lauren. And I think one of the the big things that our ERG and I've been able to see this company have been starting to do is for the MLK Day of Service, we want to make it a day on and not a day off. Um, we really want to be able to foster this new digital revolution to be able to impact these groups that I know will be able to come back and pay it forward to the next generation. Not only that, I think it truly honors Dr. Martin Luther King's legacy of being able to bring together people from from C to shining C and really have us come together and be able to work cohesively together as one people. I couldn't agree more. Thanks so much for joining us today and sharing about this fantastic event that you guys put on. Keep doing all the good work. And I'm telling you, I think we're going to double our impact again when we do this for our third year in a row in 2022. So I'm looking forward to working with you then. That's awesome. And thank you so much, Lauren, for having me on today. This is great. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Ernest. One of our cornerstone events for MLK Day of Service was a virtual mentorship event with our partner, Perscolis. Perscolis is committed to closing the tech skills divide and achieving diversity in the tech workforce. They provide tech skills training to people who are underrepresented in IT today. 35 of our colleagues volunteered to mentor over 70 Perscolis students about careers in tech for MLK Day of Service. It was a great event and just one example of how we partner with Perscolis. Capgemini has also sponsored over 50 students and welcomed many of them into jobs at Capgemini through our Digital Academy program. Our Digital Academies are Capgemini's global program to invest in talent underrepresented in tech by providing them with technical training and job opportunities. I caught up with Damian Howard the Executive Vice President of Social Ventures at Perscolis to discuss the impact that they're having on Black talent in the U.S. Welcome, Damien. Can you give us a quick introduction and tell us a little bit about your current role at Perscolis? Sure. Thank you for having me, Lauren. My name is Damien Howard. I'm the Executive Vice President of Social Ventures at Perscolis. I've been with the company going on now uh, 20 years. And I'm responsible for launching and scaling revenue-generating enterprises that fuel innovation and provide working capital to reinvest inside of all of our Prescolos offerings across the 15 sites that we have across the country. Wonderful. And I know I'm very familiar with Prescolos because we've been partnering with you for over a year now. But for our listeners, can you tell us what is Prescolos? What's your mission? What do you guys do? And what are the populations that you're working with? Sure. I always love getting this this question. Um, Priscolis is a 25-year-old national uh, nonprofit that drives positive improvement social change in communities across the country. Through rigorous and tuition-free technology training and professional development, we, pre- uh, we prepare motivated and cur- curious adults who are either unemployed or underemployed for successful careers as technology professionals. And we create on-ramps to businesses in need of their talent. Today, we provide our solutions in 15 cities across the country. And to date, Prescolis has trained more than 10,000 individuals 
helping them build lasting, life-changing skills and careers in technology. Our basic approach to the successful delivery of this model can be broken down into four areas. We collaborate with business networks to design training tracks based on um, employer hiring needs across multiple industries, sectors, and geographic markets. Then we customize job-specific training tracks for businesses seeking to hire a significant number of graduates and fill those open roles with diverse talent. Then we teach uh, uh, those technology skills and professional development skills that are tailored to our employer partners' needs uh, to highly motivated learners from overlooked uh, areas. Um, and then after that's completed, we then match talented graduates to employers, providing career support throughout the entire process. So when we think about how we focus on our learners and how we focus on our employer partner, we also have to think about what our impact, uh, impact is. And we normally look at these measurements for impact. So 85% of our students graduate uh, the course, 80% of our graduates actually land jobs, and we are not looking, um, it would be wonderful to have that percentage be at 100%, but then that wouldn't be reality. Of course, you're going to have attrition as you move these programs, mm -hmm. but what we are focusing on um, is all wrapped around quality and making sure people are actually learning and being able to apply what they've learned. And lastly, <laughs> um, 87% of our students are people of color, 30% are women, and 30% are young adults. So we have a, um, the right mixture, we believe, for DEI talent at Briscolas. That's fantastic. And I mean, I know the answer to my next question, <laughs> but um, we are celebrating Black History Month, and you just mentioned that 87% of the people you work with are people of color. And... Um, you also work with a lot of women. Why is it so important to invest in these underrepresented populations in the tech space right now? Sure, I, I love this question as well, as well because I believe it's meaningful. Um, mm -hmm. So all companies need sustainable talent pipelines and focusing on DEI can be a practical and innovative approach to the business imperative of attracting and developing exceptional employees. If you're talking about winning the war on talent, um, I would say that having a diverse and inclusive culture is a, a magnet for tap talent and ultimately results in higher retention and employee satisfaction. I would also encourage business leaders to see that creating uh, diversity and inclusion in your company is not a project or an initiative that you launch. It's a business imperative, a priority that drives better business outcomes, which has been proven by a slew of independent studies. Uh, over the years. It simply just makes good business sense. And as with other, as with any other uh, challenging business endeavor, it simply requires focused intention and concrete planning in order to make sure that it works. And the second reason why I believe that it's extremely important um, to invest in underrepresented populations in the tech space right now um, is because we need to move past the window dressing phase. You know, we have talked about DEI for years now. We've had CDO roles that uh, have popped up in the last seven to 10 years, and it's still not real clear definition around this. What's the real impact um, and how we're gonna move this forward? And I believe that now is a uh, opportune time for us to uh, take hold of the momentum that we do have around DEI initiatives and really wrap action around this and get this job done. Um, and we're at a pivotal moment 
So that's why I believe it's important. It's just, it works for the business. It makes good business sense. We've been talking about this for way too long. And if we really want to see that change, we need to take action. And the way that companies can do that is by investing in these underserved populations. I completely agree. And I'm, I'm, so proud that Capgemini was able to support over 50 students to go through training um, from your program last year. And I'll tell you, um, hot off the presses, I know that three of those students are wrapping up an internship with um, our colleagues this month, and all three of them are, have been offered full-time jobs to start. That NBA is amazing. I know. I'm so exciting. And I just couldn't, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more that it's it makes business sense and it's it's so important for us, you know, because we are in a war on talent and we're always looking for great ways to bring in um, top diverse talent. Um, I know that we've, you know, done a lot of things to partner over the last year, but I guess how would you say that partnering with Capgemini and companies like us benefits your students and Perscolas? Sure. What I would, what I will say about Capgemini and, and I will be very honest, I'm not a person uh, that leads people down the wrong road when we're talking about partnerships, but Capgemini is such an amazing partner. One, because DEI is a part of Capgemini's DNA as a company. And that's why I believe it's so, why our partnership is so successful is that you're not just doing this as a exercise and you're not just trying to check off a box. This is a business priority for Capgemini and that, um, that priority surfaces in every conversation that we've had with every stakeholder inside of Capgemini. And our students have benefited directly from this partnership, as you, has, have, you, uh, as, as you has, have mentioned earlier. You know, 50 of our learners have been impacted um, by Capgemini's efforts. You know, you guys have, you guys have been extremely intentional. Um, and at the end of the day, all the work that we do and all of the intention that we put behind our activity is all focused on making sure that the learners that come through our doors are given an opportunity to start a, a new career or change, uh, change course into another career. And you guys have allowed us to be able to do that. And we're looking forward to scaling that as we move forward and as the partnership grows. Thank you, Damien. I know we're going to continue working together this year and just grow the partnership and our impact together. So I have two final questions for you. The first one is, we may have people listening to this podcast who think, wow, Perscola sounds fantastic. How do I sign up and get involved to take some of the training programs? How do people get involved um, to join your programs? Sure. That, that's an easy one to address. Anyone who is interested uh, can simply visit our website at www.perscolas.org. And there is ample information on there on how a learner can get involved with any one of our training programs in any one of our markets across the country. So I highly recommend that if you are interested in either kicking off your career or changing your career, please visit us at that website, www.prescolas.org. And is that the same way or the same website that our colleagues and other companies that want to take advantage of this fantastic um, talent source? How, how do they get involved and support Perscolas the way that Capgemini has? Sure. So companies can visit that exact same website and what they can look for on the landing page at the top right of that landing page, it says for business and they can click on that and they can take a look at our customized training solutions and they can see how we have worked together, Capgemini and Prescolas, and we can flesh out very nuanced and specific customized training solutions for interested corporate partners. 
I hope you found that conversation with Damien as inspiring as I did. I'd like to end this podcast by introducing you to a few of our Perschoolist Digital Academy students. I asked each of them how they've enjoyed the program so far and how it is changing the trajectory of their careers. Thank you for listening. All right, so my name is Amanda and I am a fellow from Perschoolis. I am working with the um, pre-sales team in CIS for about the last six weeks. It's actually been really good. It's been a bit overwhelming. Um, there's a lot of stuff to learn, um, but all the people that I've interacted with have been um, really helpful. They've been very welcoming, um, and I really enjoy all of the uh, ways to get involved. You know, the the CSR uh, different uh, volunteering opportunities or webinars have all been really fun. Um, and so I've been just spending a lot of time doing, you know, learning and and then volunteering when possible. <laughs> I'm hopeful that, you know, it, I'll be a good fit here at Capgemini and get to stay on. Um, but either way, I, I think, you know, just having the experience that I can put on my resume, um, be able to show that I've worked for a company like Capgemini, I think are really going to improve my chances of getting um, a good job going forward. Um, and being someone who's getting back into the tech industry after 20 years of doing various other jobs, I mean, this experience is just is a, a wonderful thing. So I've been really grateful for the chance. Hi, my name is Erica Jordan, and I'm a member of the group IT, um, you know, on-site remote support. It's been good. Like, I'm so happy for the opportunity. Like, you know, during the COVID pandemic, I was looking for an opportunity to come up like this for a while. So when I heard about the opportunity from a, a fellow um, Perscolis uh, um, staff member, um, at first I was reluctant to, you know, take on this opportunity, you know, and go on with the interview process. But I'm so happy I did. It's like one of the best decisions I made in a while. I want to say this is like the first official um, IT um, position that I've ever had. And what makes it even more so special is because it's, you know, remote, like 100% remote. I mean, like, I feel like I get to see how things are like, you know, handled on the back end side of, you know, IT. And I think like with this trajectory, like I think with this um, opportunity that, you know, when I, once I put, you know, that I, I worked at um, Capgemini, at, you know, as an internship, like, I feel like it's going to, you know, even broaden my horizons for in IT even more. Yes, uh, as uh, my name is Amani, I'm Amani BCC. Uh, I'm a father to be and a husband. And my current current role at Camp Gymna right now, I am working as a uh, as an intern for um, bid management department, which is the CSI part of the CSI, uh, which has been awesome. The leadership, it's really, it's really, it's really amazing. Uh, looking at uh, how they they do. First of all, I was amazed as I didn't think they're gonna have time for me, you know, me being an intern, or like, at least just an intern. But they, they are taking their time to teach you. They even pair you with somebody uh, who will help you as a coach, as a mentor, to go with you step to step, which for me is just amazing. So it's gonna change how I look at leadership. If I, it has some point in my life, I ever be, have a leadership position, I will li I use that to, to lift others. I will use that to, to mentor others just the same way they're doing this and user service and all of the things that they do is very informative way that 
as me, if I have to get to that level, I can also mentor others and just do the same thing they are doing to me. Well, we've come to the end of another Capgemini North America Corporate Social Responsibility Podcast. Again, I'm Lauren Sana Kimball, and on behalf of the entire North America Corporate Social Responsibility team, I'd like to thank you for listening. If there's a specific topic on digital inclusion, environmental sustainability, or diversity that you'd like us to cover, please comment in the podcast channel. We love to hear from you.